Carrying huge space. Look how fast he's going. Polar opposite to the conditions he won in Lords. Rain so close. They're getting the last step down. The crowd is roaring. He is going to do it. He's going to smash the time. Downhill racer and our expert here today, Andrew Needling. Hello and how's it? Welcome back. This is Moving the Needle Podcast and I'm your host, Andrew Needling. If you're new to the show, thanks so much for downloading. Really appreciate that. Now, I've made my way back all the way from Scotland. I barely have a voice, so please excuse that. I did commentary all day on that race day. Now, the weather came in, but we still had an epic, epic race. This episode is going to be your Crank Brothers race review. Now, Crank Brothers this year, listen to this, celebrated 13 years in a row of that elite world champs win with a mallet DH pedal. Valley Hall, Charlie Hatton, they delivered. How amazing was that? Now, it's not just pedals that Crank Brothers been adding to their product offering. They have shoes now. They are epic. They've got riders like Bernard Kerr, Lucas Shaw, and of course, silver medalist Cami Belange in those shoes. It is so cool for them to be supporting this podcast and racing. Now, I thought this time, let's do something a little different. A good friend of mine from the ride companion, Ollie Wilkins, he was on site but doing more of a sort of spectator, super fan base kind of thing. So I was in the commentary booth. I was chatting to riders. I've got that intel for you. Normally we get maybe an expert, but I wanted to give you a more all-round view of what it's like to be at a World Champs in person, which any of you guys that are fans, you've got to get to a race. So we've done a collab. So make sure you go check out their podcast. If you don't know about it, it's The Ride Companion. Anyway, enough from me. Let's get to this awesome episode. Hey, look, this is the collab episode, but first of all, happy birthday. No, no, Come on, let no. Me. New intro. Let me. Go. No, new this is intro. the intro. Dude, I don't care. if you, It's your birthday. Yeah, new intro. Why new intro? Why do you hate your birthday so much? I mean, I hate my birthday, <laughs> yeah, but why do you hate your birthday You just so answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> you hate your birthday. No, I don't hate my birthday, but next topic. Dude, big day. Yeah, big day. Big day to have no, a birthday on. on. We're world champs. Yeah, world champs. And you've just commentated and you're exhausted. Be honest. Yeah. And this might be a low energy collab <laughs> podcast collab. between Moving the Needle and the Ride Companion. But welcome and thanks for listening. But it's pretty epic. It's like full circle. You guys are my uh, surrogate sort of father. <laughs> Mentor. F- weird moment there. Yeah. yeah. I was just yeah imagining you are. how I you became birthed- your father. Davey birthed my podcast. Davey birthed you. 100%. <laughs> he, he just got me to the point that I could stand on my own two feet. And now you're there. And now look, spread yeah. your wings. Yeah. We're using my mics, just saying. <laughs> nice mic. Just saying. Do you feel... My travel mics. It's not a good feeling having to hold it. I feel self-important. I feel like, I don't know, I'd almost prefer one of the Justin Timberlake ones, like flesh-coloured, that come around with a little bobble. Do you know what I mean? They almost look like a wart. Yeah, but that you look so try hard, don't you? Like you. Yeah, but at least I could do my important. dance moves, dude. Right Is now, that I why can't you've do my taken dance your moves. shoes off? I put I take my shoes off because I'm raw and real. Is that because you? Because I'm relaxed. To be Brendog. Why does? How can how can you relate taking your shoes off to Brendog? Because he came like, on your podcast. Give me a break, dude. Is you you acting like I don't listen to your podcast? I watched it. His shoes were off. They had holes in his socks. He was <laughs> literally. Are you sure it wasn't he like, me? He like moved in like a homeless person on the ride companion couch. <laughs> oh no, I like this. Anyway, setup. super pro like minus Brendan. I like I like this setup. It's like being it's it's punk, isn't it? It's on the road. We're on the road. 
Where are we right now? Set oh, the, back set to the, the mic, scene, dude. Back to the mic thing. I always thought, oh, factory podcast has the stands and stuff. Yeah. And then there's some big golf ones and like some other ones. And they do on the on the road, they have like these super important guys holding their own mics. I was like, that guy's literally got gazillions of followers and he's asked to hold a mic. So it is what I, it is. I think it's weird holding a mic. I do think it's weird because it, it, it... I don't know. I I just feel like I'm holding it up and then I have to... It's like, it's like my body is... Uh, making it so my mouth has to actually say something of value. <laughs> it, well, I don't. I don't worry about saying things of value too much. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I, mean, I try, but it's two hours how, of shit talking. How long was your How long was your broadcast just now? Because we we'll talk more about this, but we both had very different experiences of the same race. Yeah, which is going to be really cool. That's why we wanted to sort of do a yeah, collab, isn't it? It's cool. Should we start again? Where race. are we now? Fort William, Scotland, Ollie. Specifically, yeah, sorry about that. Specifically, Scotland. I've already done a formal apology. It'll be coming out on winter. (laughs) Where are we specifically? We're in your hotel room, right? Hotel room, down the road from Fort William town. Uh, You've been coming up quite a lot. I don't think I've been back since 2016, I think. Have you not? I don't think so. And what was that occasion? Uh, Last time I tried to hurtle down the hill. Pretty sure I broke a wheel in half. And uh, walked up to the top of the track, <laughs> beer in hand, I think. And unless that was 2015. Down. 15. But that was for that was just a world. When was the last world champs here? Oh, world champs was 2007. Yeah, I was here for that as well. Yeah, that was the last one here. Yeah, Sam Hill won it. Yeah, there you go. I think I was here for that. You probably would. Brendan would have probably raced back then. Yeah. Oh seven. I forget if he was on. I was on Goose. He could have been on Honda or just gone over to the Monster team. There you go. Minos. I forget. And yet uh, the last one that you did was 15. 16. 16. If it was here. 16. Well, this podcast ain't about me. Let me tell you that. I know. <laughs> Dude, I'd wait. It's your birthday, but uh, <laughs> I just need to remind you. But but what uh, what did you think of the track? Were you, were you like excited to ride at Fort William? Because I think it's... Previously. Yeah. No. Really? And for why? It was just brutal. I didn't always have... They were fun bits, but, I mean, you wouldn't phone your mates and ask them to go on a biking trip to ride down Fort William for a week. But if it was one track in Morzine that you liked, or Whistler, you would. You know, it was rough. It was brutal. It was had holes everywhere, rocks. There obviously was a pedal. Um, but what they did this year... I've never heard riders so pleasantly happy to like go for another run or yeah, it's running well, it's flowing good. I have to break in different areas. So props to the course builders. It's come up a lot on these podcasts is what can we do better? How can we make sure there's new sections and I'm not shitting on course builders, but at some point we need fresh tracks or we need fresh sections. And for Williams, probably the biggest challenge to do that. I don't even want to know the money that went in. They have to chopper some of the gravel in. Nightmare. And they did an epic job. Riders were pumped. They had good flow, technical in the woods. They had some bike park berms. They steepened a lot of the berms that were getting flatter and fatter over the years and making it more effort to ride down. Yeah. It's, it's a super man-made track when you think about it, isn't it? Because the whole top section is bog. So everything has to be moved in by chopper or by... Uh lift to raise the level above so yeah 
So like the whole thing is like yeah, there's some dirt, but you're totally right. So much of it is gravel, uh, so it is actually man-made. It's super it man-made, isn't it? It does. It, it is. It feels but there natural is, though. There is the rock, the underbase yeah, rock yeah. that they like build around those rock slabs. But let me it's tell you, walking ridiculous. down the side of the track is it's so such a bog. Like the fact that the track runs as well as it does, even in like the rain today, um, is a testament. Yeah, but test some of the course builders and the money that went in over time, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it is literally a bog. It is literally a grass bog. Above the trees, it's just bog. Yeah. Bog bog. Like, above shoe bog. Well, I mean, is that that is a term for what's up there. Yeah, it's yeah. It's called a bog. Is it called a Scottish bog? Pete bog. Pete? Resident Scott here. Yeah, our producer. Co-producer from tonight. Absolutely, co-producer. <laughs> I like it. Sharing. Shocker not editing this audio. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more energy just thinking of that. <laughs> it's <just laughs> like in the inbox, we transfer. <laughs> collab. Love the collab. I love a collab. Yeah, it is literally a bog. I, I uh, thought it was quite cool. There was a turn up top that got a proper berm put in and it, was, it, it instantly transformed that bit of track. Before the first wood bridge, mm. that one also helped. That one also maybe helped. you wouldn't recognize that, but as a rider, like that was a horrendous flat turn, and you always right. hoping for more speed. Which one? It was a left, and it's up top after the first rocks, I think, or one of one of the lefts, basically. Yeah. And it used to—I always remember it being just annoying and awkward. Now, yeah, and had a hole in it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, just. I went to a few riders and I said, how is it running? And, they were, and and you could see they were a little bit, it's actually quite good and it's fun. And it's, Tane said, oh, you know, it's, yes, it's easier in places and less physical because they smoothed out some bits and made more flow. But then she said, oh, but I'm breaking in other spots and I'm going to break a lot more in this spot. So it's actually, you know, it still is physical. It, it's Fort yeah. William. It's one of the most brutal physical tracks on the, it's the longest on the circuit. And then you've obviously got the motorway, which looks awesome. It looks like it flows down the bottom, but you've got basically an uphill coming into it. You're just breathing out your ass by then. Man, you forget how tired And it's be. just lactic. You can see some of those guys. Yeah. When you see the nose going down, yeah. that's not because they can't jump. No. That's because the legs are giving in. They're dead. Wild to think, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Right, anyway, so your day, your, the reason you're tired... It's because you've just come off the BBC broadcast for World Champs 2023 here in Fort William, right? Yeah, I guess I, I guess it went out on BBC for you know the British the British channels and yeah, it's an interesting thing. Maybe maybe the listeners don't know UCI holds on to the to the World Champs in terms of like this whole thing that went on with ESO and Discovery and they run the World Cup series. As I understand it, UCI still has the rights to broadcast the World Champs in certain countries. And then they also, they run this event. So ESO, Warner Brothers, wasn't running the World Cup. You know, at the first World Cup, UCI was the governing body. They do the rules, blah, blah, blah. But ESO was running it. So this is the standalone World Champs, cycling World Champs, for the first time, as I understand it, all in one place. So track is going on in Glasgow. There's BMX, there's marathon champs. Uh, my colleague, they drove straight out there. They did the commentary. They're off to Glen Tress because XC is coming up and, and, and. So it's a whole f sort of 
like a games, the World Champs games. But anyway, so there, yeah, long answer for, yeah, the UCI holds on to the broadcast rights for the World Champs and the organization of this event. That's why you see the branding at the bottom is UCI, you know, the podium, the, the jerseys, the medals, it's super special. Like it's odd because you've got the World Cup series. Um, and it's then funny, isn't it? World Champs it's event. Own, it's its own separate little thing always, but it feels like the one... Winning a World Cup can change your life, right? 100%. Winning World Champs, can it change your life more, would you say? Yeah, it will change your life more. You've got the stripes, huh? You've got the stripes that you get to wear for a year. World Cup, you go down in the history books, the stats. Jordan Williams won a World Cup. Jackson Golson's won a World Cup. But you see some, some guys' Instagram posts, Jordan specifically. Yeah, they want to win World Cups and, and win races, but if you can win a World Champs, and, and put your name in the history book that way. It's a little more special, actually, I would say. I feel like it is, yeah. And okay. I'm not saying, like, to win a World Cup overall is an incredibly difficult feat. But equally so, to peak at the right time for World Champs, to be able to just deal with whatever course is happening that time. Like, Loic Bruni is not normally that good here. He just hasn't had good luck. Maybe he doesn't gel with the course, but man, he was a different rider this week because it was world champs. Yeah, so it's so interesting, eh? So, so you switch up a gear. Does, is it because you don't have to? There's no element of like. You don't have to be consistent because it's not a series. Is there? Is that? Does that come into it when you're hurtling through rock gardens? I can't see why. Is, okay, so why is Bruni faster here than why? Why? Then what? Then when he's here for why, a World Cup, well, you say why? Why did he have an extra gear? Did you? Well, that's that's elusive question. He's got five World Champs titles by the age of twenty-eight. That's pretty close to what Nikos Vujovic did in his career. It's more than Greg Minard, uh at an earlier stage. That what makes him so special. He's he's able to lift his game, but handle the pressure for such a big event. Gwyn has none so far. I think he. Yeah, I mean, his skill set, I think he deserves one. It just hasn't gelled. It's maybe become, it gets in your head as well. Because if you win it, yeah, it is like one of one of the holy grails of downhill mountain, or mountain biking. Yeah. I don't have that answer to the question. It's kind of a run around to the topic, but it it is just another race. But if you're willing to risk and it goes well, you can put on the jersey. Yeah, and then I mean, you're the you're forever a world champion. Other sports, you win the series, you're called the world champion. In our sports, you've got to like explain well, I'm the World Cup series overall winner. What? But you beat everyone in the world over a season. Yeah, I'm just a World Cup, not just. I think they're of equal weight, but the industry doesn't see it that way. So, the, so you're saying world champs is. You think they're of e equal weight, but the industry would see see what world champs is worth more. Well, well you get to put rainbows on your products, don't you? I guess it's interesting. I mean, I need to. Yeah, it's it's. I don't actually want to have a hard opinion on it because I respect both sides. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't yeah. have actually an opinion on it. I respect equal both sides. To be able to get through a World Cup season, bike body, different. You're venues. chickening out. Yeah. What 100%. would you? Have yeah, yeah. So what would you have preferred? To win a World Cup overall or World Champs? To have to your name in your career? 
What would you have preferred? Yeah, you'd probably say a world championship. I've got the, you there, haven't I? Weird, I got you, didn't I? But uh, there's an asterisk. It's going to be super interesting, and we'll get to it. When you win a world champs before you've won a world cup, it's super yeah. interesting. I'll ask you, what do you think about that? Because then <coughs> about, about I, winning I th- world champs, I think people then go, Shh, "I've got to back this up." Reese Wilson went through that. Yeah, be one world champs. That's awesome. Um, Fucking white jersey, and then, man. But yeah, the curse of the white jersey. But he won a World Cup now. Yeah. And I think, I think you put out world champs. I Woody think you put pressure on yourself. Same as Matt Walker won a World Cup overall without a World Cup win. And then he won a World Cup last year. Yeah. It's that's a similar thing. I mean, literally, what we're talking about there is almost solely sports psychology, isn't it? It's like because at that point you're going quick enough to win. A race. You're in the running for a race against a number of yeah, people. Yeah, we're literally picking apart something unnecessary, really. Something that neither of us understand, but it, it is well interesting, isn't it? I don't know what I'd prefer, dude. I like no, what the would idea you prefer? So, so it's a collab. You can't what ask all the questions. Yeah, what are the options? You see it. Would you rather win a World Cup or a World Championship? And and there's no um. Actually, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's not going to say. Yeah, the question should be: Would you rather win a World Cup overall or Wh- a World Championship? That's the question. World Cup. Oh, overall. is that what he asked? I produce it. Well, my brain's not working right now. I, I thought he said. How long, World how long Cup? was your broadcast? <laughs> You're still good at talking, <laughs> dude. You're still better better than me at talking. No, I haven't terrible. done. I've, I've done no talking today. Okay, World Cup t- overall. Yeah. I beg to differ. We'll go back. I'll re-listen to this. Okay. I think your question was World Cup win. No, World Cup overall oh, or, okay, or I World Champs. It. I misheard it. And you wanted World Champs. Do you no. still stand by that? Now no, you want World Cup overall. No, I want a World Cup what overall. What about World Cup overall with no wins? <laughs> no, then I want a World <laughs> Champs. <laughs> Double Dude. jeopardy. Yeah, who knows? No, but you who answer knows? it. World Cup overall or World Champs? Well, I think there's... I think World Cup overall is like a. I I must have. This is this is we're we're doing a podcast literally at World Champs, yeah. so it's pointless. Both are incredible achievements. I don't. I think I like the idea of World Cup overall because it's like a body of work. But then also I like the, the idea of like World Champs being that one-off one moment where you can rise. And like we've seen today, actually, um, Charlie winning without a World Cup win is like what what is it that's picked him up would this have if this had just been in the World Cup season would he have won this race or was it something beyond that super good question yeah yeah it is interesting it's certainly I think the moment he did well with it because he maybe didn't expect to win it and then the home crowd and the sort of magnitude of the event and he likes the track he knows he can ride well. Yeah, that's the other interesting with world champs. If you gel with a track, you can do a little bit better. So that's where some people say, "Oh, but it's this one-off race." And I've sort of changed my viewpoint. Is a World Cup overall is a season body of work. You could argue that's harder to win. But then you go, but there's this elusive one race. Yeah. You got this one chance. You got this one run. You lay it all on the line against other people that are willing to lay it on the line on a track that sometimes suits you sometimes done and then you've got to raise your game and it's almost so to me that could be just as difficult or more difficult in a different way it's true and it's almost like the, the that is almost the well you tell me you're you're a seasoned downhill veteran but that is the purity of downhill is being able to like 
perfect one run, and that is world champs. Yeah. If you're talking about winning a World Cup over without a win, then arguably you're talking about like not perfecting a run. Ever yeah, it's to the point yeah, where you win. You know, yeah, you're not the fastest man on yeah, the hill it's necessarily. Cons- it's like. consistency. The good thing with the points, good and bad, is it really does reward wins. So if you you're able to win, win in a season, you're gonna have a really good shot overall if you keep consistent, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Matt Walker's season was, you know, it was four races, super interesting season. Not taking anything away from it. No, I feel like a, a bitch, dude, talking about that. Like no. all of these things, you know what I mean. I'm, no, we're just bench racing. If you're yeah, sitting in a hotel yeah, room, we are decompressing after a big day, having a beer. Mm. We didn't go down. Having the a hill. birthday. I mean, world champs is not for everyone. I definitely struggled at world champs because you want it so much. It can change your career. It's, it's literally you know make or break, and it's more pressure than a gen a normal season in some instances. Why did you struggle? Because of that. So the pressure of it. Literally just pressure though. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's easier said than done to say it's another race. You know? See, that is world chess. That is literally the battle you of know? sport, isn't it? That's tennis, being able to play at each point. That's golf, not caring about the... Yeah, not caring, normalizing it. Yeah, going normalizing through your processes. Yeah. We, I mean, spoke to Petey. How's everyone doing? How's Nina? You know, she won you last year, so it's on her mind. Ah, you know, yeah, I think she's nervous. I'm noticing X, Y, Z, and I just tell her, you know, go through your process. So even Nina knows, she'll say, I noticed that I'm nervous. And then you have to normalize. That's normal. It's You can't say it's just another race. It isn't just another race. Yeah. As much as we go on about this topic, it's not just another race. It's the world championship. So you have to normalize that you're nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. Everyone else is nervous. They're just hiding it. Yeah. Let's talk about you talking about the world champs after the break. During my racing years and even now, I take my health and nutrition pretty seriously, I must say. It was so difficult though to stick to a routine and to remember to take all those necessary supplements. Then I found AG1. I'm so excited to partner with them personally and for this podcast. I actually started taking AG1 long before this partnership even came about. Now you might ask, what is this stuff? Think of AG1 as your all-in-one health insurance. I know I do. I have never been one for taking a million different supplements or vitamins. So this is the perfect all-in-one solution. Honestly, I actually look forward to taking it. I do it first thing in the morning. I feel more alert and focused and I know I'm taking care of my body and health. I feel energized to get my day going. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier and that's why I trust AG1. I just mix one small scoop with water and drink it first thing each morning as I said and then I'm done. So check this out. With that one scoop of AG1 I've been talking about, you're absorbing, listen to this, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day right. This is a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, recovery and helps enhance your focus. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs and none of that nasty chemical artificial anything, all while still tasting good. Now let's all be honest with each other. We all know we don't eat enough vegetables or consume the healthiest meals some of the time, especially when we get busy. We all want something quick and easy which will help us in life. 
AG1 supports better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, and alertness. Now, I don't care what you do in life. I think we can all agree this is super important. AG1 is trusted by so many professional athletes and health experts. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash moving the needle. That's again drinkag1.com forward slash moving the needle to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link will be in the show notes as well. And we're back. Right, so how have you still got any energy to talk to me, dude? Because you're a good mate. Yeah, but you're, I'm, I'm you're fun to talk to. Yeah, you're fun to talk to as well, but you must be super tired. Are you like in the zone hard when you're commentating or do you find it's quite natural for you? Um, I've, um, I did gravitate it naturally i guess i've just always enjoyed it thinking about things analyzing when it was a little bit more casual in the booth i would sneak in just to see what's going on and because they would have people in ask about your run you know talk a bunch of bollocks i just gravitated towards that so but i think when i was on some teams video was starting to come on the scene and and we would have the parkin brothers following us so they would always do interview like this after race it'd be a quick interview and stuff so i think you get comfortable i think natural is not the right word i got comfortable because of experience so yeah it feels natural when i'm in there but i do a hell of a lot of preparation i have a passion for it i want the riders to be sort of spoken in the right light and you know show the sport for what it is um so yeah I find it interesting that we're both here and we've had such a different experience of the race because I love being here, I love the atmosphere, but honestly, being here, I follow the race less than if I was at home and, and the stories, sure, I build up like little bits of cool insight and stuff, but I don't have this overall picture of the race, like probably you have to have if you're calling it and like... Yeah, at home, I just consume everything. It's so good. We take it for granted as sports fans because I'm here as a sports fan, but we take yeah, it for both granted of us. how much you get from all of this coverage and stuff that you consume. Yeah, we're spoiled, huh? So sport, you get the whole story, dude. I don't get the whole story here. I'm up on the hill, I'm walking around, I don't hear everything. You can't, you can't consume it all. You don't have anyone tying bits together, putting them out in, in bite-sized portions. It's like you just get little bits and... How do, you, how do you do that? If you're calling the race, it's in your interest to know literally everything that's going down. Yeah, I think that's maybe where it's different for me and you. You're just on the, you're a casual fan watching and it's awesome. I'm watching, I'm watching practice and I'm talking to the coaches, uh, talking to the mechanics, definitely talking to the riders, consuming as much as I can online because it is going out there or um, I'm talking to Sven a lot the photographers, those guys are doing interviews, the journalists, so yeah, everywhere. And everywhere. I think I got some of my most information this morning. Really? Day of yeah. the race, I you know, I woke up early to prep, just to give you like... No, please, because I'd actually love to know this information because as we sit here, I feel like a bit of an idiot because I'm sitting here breaking down a, a World Cup, a, a World Championship that I've been at that I don't actually know other than the results. Yeah, but we're going to we're gonna get to what it's like to be at a race, which we keep telling everyone, you've got to go to a race. Yeah. You've got to go witness the, the raw speed. But anyway, so 
um, you know, you can you can feel energy, <laughs> you know, not to get woohoo, uh, especially last year in Leger. Just being at the finish area, I could feel what riders were, n in a weird way, what was nervous, what's going on, everyone's tense, someone flats. You can feel it, like the, the calm before the storm. That's really important. It's really cool. But anyway, so I was at the finish. I might uh, speak to someone. Oh, I bumped into Jordan Williams. I don't know him that well. Got a lot of respect for him. Um, and then I just say, hey, you know, how was yesterday? And he casually said to me, it was nowhere near what he expected. That run was probably faster. So I'm like, okay, gauging. It doesn't really need to impress me. I felt that was an authentic answer. He wasn't happy with quality. I think he's got more in the tank. Cool. Boom. Information. Someone to watch. And I go through the pits, speak to Nina's mechanic. Then he quickly tells me Greg's had a big crash on track. I said, this morning. But I can't be everywhere. I'm either at the finish, doing notes, or on the track. I see, and I, I might miss the track, time. right? So luckily I was there. Greg's had a big crash. I'm like, oh my goodness. How bad? Get as much info. Then you go to Tane's pits. So she's had this huge crash yesterday. Like people, if you haven't seen it, yeah, go to her Instagram. Walked away from a pretty big crash. Um, was in good spirits. Go speak to her dad, the mechanic. What's going on? They're not going to get, like I say, what can you tell me that you're willing to tell me? I'll use what I'm allowed to tell. And they said, well, she's going to race. You know, and then I try to dig a bit more. Then I go over, I see Rachel, how many runs she done? No, she's done two practice runs. Okay, but she was thinking of not racing. Now she's written two practice runs. So you get that sort of information. Then I like walk past and I'm seeing Troy with his mechanic. And they're talking about suspension. And I can kind of, you know, I don't want to get, you know, like they're doing their thing. I, I don't want to give out information that they're keeping secret. But there were fans around so they were talking. They're talking about, are they going a click or two? Either on compression, rebound. I could gather what they were talking about. To me, that's super interesting. One, they're going to do one more practice run, then they're going to race. And he's like, okay, are we going to go up in compression? I'm like, how fast am I going to go? Andy is going up in, oh, actually, I'm not going to give it away. But, you know, they're talking about pressure in their fork from yesterday's run to what they're going to start on, where they think they're going to be for the race, and they're going to adjust accordingly. This is stuff I mean, we're lucky to get, right? Oh, it's so cool, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's pretty cool because you just see them hurting down the hill. Um, and it's super cool to see, you know, how professional it's got and, and how serious everyone's taken it. So, um, okay, so those yeah. bits of insight are, are, are amazing and they're super interesting, but they don't, they actually don't help me. Like, I, I get those bits of insight because I'm lucky enough to have friends that are racing and whatever, and I can go and chat to people. But, like, the overall picture of the race because I don't know everyone and you don't know everyone no like, you not. still gather that from media and uh, media sources online that's still uh, absolutely super yeah, yeah. I, I think you should man you know yeah. there's people doing interviews I can't like you say you can't get to everyone I can't get to everyone so you do as much as you can to build a picture uh, yeah and just to like finish off the comedy thing you're calling the screen You'd have no time. Like what I just told about, I was like, oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm totally going to use this thing about Andy. I start the conversation, Nick thinks he's up at the split. Boom, i got to talk about why he's up at the split. I'm not talking about the PSI and his fork. Boom, yeah. we're done with that. So, yeah, you gather all this information um, and you use like 10% of it or whatever. 
oh, I had so much on Greg. It, really, you know, yeah. like, I guess he probably did as well, you know, all his friends that came over, he's got yeah, this one yeah. life crew and they were like, we're going to tackle him in the finish line. We're going to make sure he retires if he wins this race. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, everyone's thinking it. Yeah, it's yeah, Fort yeah. William. <laughs> the poor, I mean, it's just horrible, you know, like not just because he's a countryman, he's the goat and you don't want to see that. Oh, so you build you build the story in your head that's going to happen, and you practicing your lines, and then poof, flat tire. You got nothing prepared for that. He doesn't either. It was it was horrible. Yeah, man, you don't think about that. Yeah, there's so many one-liners you actually end up having to throw away. I had some on a page and I lost it. Do you ever keep them? What, Bring the them out notes? another. <laughs> They're only relevant in that moment, aren't they? It's so yeah. difficult. Yeah. I, I dropped one. I dropped I dropped here and there and but anyway, why don't we why don't we change gears because we've always hopped on, I think you and I, on coming to a race. So talk me through your day as as a fan and watching the racing with your predictions. Oh man, yeah. Let's, so let's let's switch some gears, like what it's like to be at the World Champs on the side of the track. Okay. Do you know what? This isn't really a uh, follow-up for the race because it's act there's actually too much information to properly deal with right now, isn't there? You know, like in terms of results and stuff like no, that. No, but I mean it's the, better results, for us to just the results tell on the internet. Yeah, it's true. They watch the broadcast. Okay, so, so it's what happened that they didn't see. Okay, so I'm here as a super fan and I'm very lucky to have insight, which is... It's like it's like I'm on a VIP World Cup experience. It's been like that all my life. When you were racing, I got to come into your pits and talk to you about your run. And then when I watch the race, I've got a horse in the race, haven't I? I'm, like Needles is racing down yeah, for William. Yeah, Brendan as well. I mean, yeah, you've been... Brendan, like all, all of my friends that have raced over the years. It's always made racing like just. It's like I've got the um, what's the button where you go interactive red. You know what I mean? Producers laughing. I don't know where we're going with this. Do you this. know what I mean? So, so it's it's like I'm at a World Cup. Yeah, sure, like everyone else. But then I can go, I can click red. I can go interactive. <laughs> and I can be like needles. What you changed since practice? And then, so I've always. Yeah, had I'm going to tell you, right? I'm like, yeah, well, I don't even sick. care. Who I've always had in, like yeah. this. Uh, it's it's super fun. This one was different. I I uh, yesterday I was I was uh, riding. Didn't get much of a chance to hang out during quali. Bernie's racing. Bernie's on on form. And then he qualifies third. And I'm like, honestly, I've never been worried to go in the pits or whatever, but I just didn't want to fuck it up. I didn't want to like ruin it. And I did I did think it when you were racing and when Brendan's racing, I do think about not saying the wrong thing, not getting in anyone's head because obviously you're receptive to the people around you the most, aren't you? And dude, if I just say, fuck me, needles, the, the uh, roots before the road gap, oh my days, man, they're slippery. The thought that m m my voice might come into your head on your race run, probably that's that's egotistical that I would think that you would even think that. But I do think I don't think things, it's egotistical. I think it's you know what fair, I mean? like thought process. I just don't want to like fuck. I don't. I don't want to mess it up. And like when you see a friend who's like, he's qualified third at World Champs and he's already on a on a bit of a, you know, he's on a high. He's peaking. I feel like I just did. I yeah, it's weird. Someone that I'm super comfortable with. I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to like <laughs> ruin the process or like sound you know, stupid. Oh, bad. I I, lit, I just I'm the same even now. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm also I'm like uh yeah have fun. 
Literally. Dude, you don't want to say have it wrong, do you? Keep you don't it. want to mess it. Because yeah. that's what I need it. Keep is it, it light, yeah. have fun. So I said, just have it's fun. It's interesting, yeah. That's what that's what I feel like. You, you and Bren got on really well, get on really well. But, but when you were racing, I feel like you two instantly hit it off because i think you had you wanted like a light-hearted environment yeah whereas actually i don't don't necessarily think bernard's the same bernard needs loads of shit going on the whole yeah, time yeah, he exactly. needs to be busy well, you, you've hit but the it's nail not on the necessarily head. light-hearted no it's, no no. you've hit the nail on the head yeah every personality is different but uh yeah we're giving ourselves too much credit because these guys are at the top of the game because of controlling the inputs yeah you know so i've i mean yeah i do say have fun or whatever good luck but you know what dude like if they ask us questions or they ask about lines and they want all this information, it's up to them to decide what to use, you know? Um, and I think I think people like having friends around and things like that. It normalizes take the edge off as well. Yeah, but I think it's different when when you have like a just a, a friendship with someone and there's nothing professional about there's no like you know, when you're asking um someone about their quali run, obviously you're doing the commentary, so is you no know, you're not hiding it you're interested for the purpose of the commentary right yeah whereas when i talk about the routes before the road gap i'm just going to use an example again it's coming from a friend point of view so it's a different angle it's like it like gets in that's that's why i feel concerned about my input to any of these situations i want it to just be lighthearted and just carry on as normal but then Equally, normally, I'd talk about how slippy the roots are, man. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Of course, at home, yeah. Yeah, oh, that jump's bucky, isn't it? And then you <laughs> yeah. just imagine your mate, like, redlining, so tired, arm pump, coming into the jump, thinking, oh, he said it was bucky, breaking, messing up, losing the world champs. <laughs> I don't know. No, it it was, so it was in, intense. Yeah, but, uh, so, so talk us through the day, then. So my day started outside of the venue, um... I went on an epic mission on my Ebe. It was really good. You do so really the, love biking. I love I biking, it. dude. I love biking. I've had an e-bike up here for the first time. I've done more riding than I've ever done at Fort William because I've had my Ebe with me. Yeah, no, thanks for being on time for dinner. Sorry about that, yeah. <laughs> Mate, we were out don't, a lot. Don't make We'd plans, for, don't in, make plans yeah, for dinner with Ollie. He will be biking till 9.30pm. Like, yeah. I think that's awesome. <laughs> But if you told me you were still biking, I'd be like hype for you. No, you I know, think it's I awesome. Know. Yeah, but we've we've done some good laps. Anyway, I did I did this epic mission in the morning with Deeks. He got puncture. That was the cherry on the top of the cake for the good. Did ride he have for to me. walk home? He was so mad at me for his puncture. Where's the video? So mad. Mad um, at you for his puncture. He was mad at me for his puncture. What did you do? I was like trying to get him to no, like, try sections. Mind. He's blaming you for. He just got mad at me because it was like he was like, oh, "I told you if I." He just got. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I told you I was going to puncture. I hate this stuff." Anyway, whatever. We turn up at the, uh, at Brilliant. the pits and uh, sort of walk around, try not to infiltrate any of my friends' minds with any bad <laughs> with <laughs> vibes. How, with how much rain you think's going to pour yeah, down? Any root stories? Any, right. Are any you using doubt? In are you using tear offs or roll offs? <laughs> are you using <laughs> spikes or? Mate, Wait. are you going to use 75 PSI Dude, or 85? Dude, you're doing jokes, but it's literally exactly what I worry about talking about. Have you made any bike changes? And you're like, shit, now he's going to think about it. Why did I ask him that? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ask anything but that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you do that. Uh, yeah, so I, I sort of walk around a bit lame, 
meeting loads of people, which is wicked. Loads of people f- that listen to podcasts. There's so many cool bike fans. So many, so many friendly faces in mountain biking. Wicked. Anyway, then Fort I William is a hill. really good event for that. Oh, like, best, all the yeah. marshals are so awesome and friendly. Did, They're yeah. literally volunteering to stand in a bog and get bitten by midges or the Scottish rain. Bog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Props all to day. the marshals and yeah. all the volunteers. Actually, everyone involved. Yeah. Anyone who has to stand in midges, holding a camera, holding a whistle, holding a flag, whatever you're doing, mm. that's hard work. That is. In it. Big yeah, I no, I mean mad respect. Like it's real. It, it, the midges, you sort they sort of always come out. Whenever you talk about them, it comes out like a joke. It's it's really no joke. It's really not fun. It's really unbearable. I appreciate being at Fort William, but I hate midges. Have you experienced midges? What are you so this, talking this about? Year, this year, yeah, really? yeah. Okay, I didn't know if you'd been up the hill or if you'd like stood there. When you when you stand there this year, it's been really bad. No, I feel pathetic that I worry about these little things, but Me too. they're really annoying. You, it, it, it's more than annoying. It's overwhelming, I think. Oh, my nose is itchy. Maybe it's a midgy. Dude, it does exactly the same to me. I feel like it's in my, I feel like they're in my hair, in my facial hair, in my hair. So, yeah, not the most desirable location to hold no. a race. Very hard to oh, get to logistically. True. It is true. Often rains, uh, yeah. or there's midgies. Yeah. crowds that just come out in force yeah that's like it's one of the biggest things the allure of Fort William yeah it's true and it was epic this year you on course right did you walk down during the race absolutely I did Um, so I got the uh, Gondi up and walked down I timed it I hate to say it perfectly I got to watch bits of everything it was so good I got and I got to watch Deeks fall over Really, really badly to a point where he was like in the air with nothing touching the ground. You know, he slipped over backwards, like you see, like um, on on like uh, show like like blooper shows. You know, like he's fully he's winded. He had a and also, can I add? This he guy's had a sausage. been to war and he got winded <laughs> yeah. walking a track. Yeah, he had a sausage in his mouth, and then <laughs> and then. <laughs> He had a sausage from the top cafe. He slipped in front of all of the people watching on the cafe and everyone's shouting oi oi like he's super famous, Deeks. You know? He's so he slipped famous. like in the most unathletic way you've ever seen. So his whole body's in the air, he's got the sausage in the mouth, he's staring at the sky, and the back hits the floor first. You can hear the wind get sucked out of him as he goes to breathe in. The sausage plugs his no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the best things I've seen, and, it, and bear in mind this is world champs, and one of the best things I saw was Deeks falling over backwards. I was just about to say this is one sausage. of the f- highlights of the world champs <laughs> review. So yeah, we worked our way down. I tell you what. So my experience, right? We worked blame our way you down. For that as well? Oh, for sure, it's my fault <laughs> somehow. Yeah, we worked our way down, and uh, and uh, as we go down, it appears to be a weather race. Which I was gutted about. Oh, I was shitting it that the, it was. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you're allowed to say it on our channel. What about, what about your channel? Uh, shitting it's all good? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, good. We'll just ignore yeah. the other topic in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was really... Do you see it over the camera? Do you know what's going on? Or is Mate, we're literally 30 riders in and I'm sitting there going, what are we going to do? Yeah. In my head. I'm like, you can't say that the race is done. 
Anyway, no. Yes, but if I was it, certainly yeah. worried when there was a dry run and he's had, you know, Greg Williamson. Mm-hmm. N- no disrespect, he's had great results in the past. So I was like, if he puts down a stormer, great. And then Angel came down. Uh, top looked dry, not too windy, from what I can tell. And by the time he was at the finish, the jersey was wet. It was like rivers running down the motorway. Right, some, so, so some then, insight from up on the mountain. So then, but then I'm like, it's not raining at the top. Yeah, you're going to give me some insight from the top because I don't have that knowledge. Dude, it was absolutely pouring. It was it was okay, really, where, really... At what time were you there and what rider was still coming down? So I watched... Basically, Greg... Greg came down in... I think... I actually think it started to rain... Just after Greg came down, I don't think Greg no, had no, any no, rain. No, 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 it was way before that. Greg was in the piss wet. Mm. Are you doing? What? Oh shit! Yeah, I'm Williamson. Oh, I'm sorry. About. Because uh, because I think, yeah, I don't know. I think oh, sorry. I, well, it could Greg have been further down. This is a five-minute no, track. No, no, Greg you don't was know dry. Greg, Greg was full dry. Greg Williamson's. That's fine. See, this is it. Greg I don't get dry. to see people cross the line. I don't know anything. All yeah. you hear is murmurs when you're up on the mountain. Which is cool. And you feel like you're at a live event, which is wicked. But yeah, yeah. also you don't have all the information. And loads of my walk down the track, I'm watching people ride past and everyone's going quick. I know, right? Everyone's fasc- going quick. That's a fascinating, yeah. So it's like, you just don't know. I, I guess when the rain is heavier, you have also visibility problems. Um, is that is that? 100%. Yeah, that was a huge talking factor, yeah. So when there's heavy rain, it's really difficult just to see and you're just going to make more mistakes, so... The thing with Fort William is the rain doesn't affect the track as much yeah. as anywhere else. Like if you pick any track that it just dumps rain, you pick Fort William, but then you've got the vision problem, and then you've obviously got track conditions will slow up. It's not yeah. much. It's not. It's not a lot harder to ride. Versus a Val de Sol, dry, and okay, rain. Okay, yeah. Literally, the riders. It's just horrific to get down there in the rain. But your lines might be Fort different. Fort William is not that horrific to get down in the rain. Yes, it's more difficult. We saw in the woods there were people having crashes once it really gets raining and it's a bit slippery. But all the gravel stuff, some of it gets more grippy. Yeah, but okay, you've got yeah. the vision problem for sure. Just vision as like to sure. set the tone of the race. Wind is a problem. Vision is a problem. So did you used to practice wet lines and dry lines? Uh, yes and no. I think, yeah, you often practice a few lines and then you go to your race line and then you'll maybe be aware that that's a safer line. It looked like I saw one or two riders or more change some lines of what I saw in practice and what I thought they were going to do. So yes, definitely. There will be lines like an outside with a berm or rut might be longer, might be safer. It's going to be more consistent than an inside depending on the track. Do you know what? I, I actually and had a moment... And they have to adapt that at the top, right? Because yeah. they never rode the track in these conditions. Yeah. I, I had a moment today that kind of reaffirmed my... you know. To, sorry to take it back. We'll talk about the track in a minute, whatever my experience walking down, but reaffirmed my whole kind of theory about like saying the wrong thing. I sat with Bernard just after his last practice run. He had his GoPro up. We went through the GoPro run. Well, this he completely did. He was like, "Sorry, mate, I'm not going to talk to you. I've got to do this whilst it's on my mind." He goes is through he the whole GoPro run. Was he doing it? No, dude, no, <laughs> he's not uploading. He's actually going through it. Like, GoPro is a tool, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, big time. So he's he's go, he's going through his run and he's slow mowing certain sections. And um, anyway, fast forward to after his run and and 
exactly a section that we had looked at in slow-mo. We were talking about lines. We were talking about where he goes. That was where he crashed. And, and he said, yeah, dude, it was, it, I, was, I was thinking about it because I pre- previously, however stupid this sounds, I'd previously thought about it. I was thinking too much about this next section about the line I've got to hit. Did you check him after the race? Yeah. So he was hesitant about that. All I line. mean is these little butterfly effect things do do change things. And and yeah, he crashed because it was wet and it was fucked and it was difficult. But he was also thinking about the thing that he was meant to be thinking about. And it, and then well, it he was, shouldn't have been thinking about it. Unfortunately, I'm not saying. Okay, but. You it's know what easy. I mean? He was. Yeah, hundred percent. He was. So he made a mistake just before yeah. something that he was Maybe thinking about. It was in about. his head. Yeah, yeah. 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 You hesitant. You get into, yeah, thinking about it instead of just subconsciously writing the section. I'm not saying, it, you know, crashes happened. Yeah. That's. It is interesting, and often, those are the sections if you don't commit or you're worried about. Of course, they're going to be more chance you crash there. Yeah. Or just before them. Yeah, you're coming up, the tension rises. It well, makes perfect sense. I mean, I saw, like I say, I'll chat to him about it, and 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 he's pretty open and honest about all these things. I'm going to take offence yeah. to it. When he turned right, he got a little bit sort of it, not high sided, but his weight went a little bit to the left, and he couldn't stay inside. So he was like off balance. Now you can be off balance from non-committal on the turn because you're thinking about the section. There's so many variables, yeah. right? That's interesting. You bring yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah. Ult- ultimately, like, yeah, there's so many reasons, like. There's so many ways it can go wrong, but the reason, the root of it still comes to you, your mind thinking about something or your, you know, your, your, it's not like, oh, my, my tire hit a root. The tire the hitting a root is a, I'm trying to think of the, the correct words. It'd be like symptom or, no, I've lost it. I'm too tired. What? Do you know that sometimes, I'm not speaking for all riders. You do visualization runs, of course. You know that I've crashed in a visualization run. Oh, no. Just think really? about that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and then you have to go back. Oh, needles! You so you just think about that. What does that look not, like? I'm not the Can only you person. do one now for our for no, our visual? No, I'm just um, I'm not the only person. You're hesitating about a section. You you're visualizing yourself riding. You probably crashed okay, there in practice. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing it. Okay, you're worried what about that route. That's want? super slippery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting really into this. Okay, dude. you're going into the woods, right? You get over that uphill. You go to the outside. Super committed. You lean. Okay, oh, yeah, front wheel slips a bit. Oh, you haven't got it. Think about it. Go back what, up. So, Got to redo it. So then you would do that in your. But what would it look like? Because people do it with their hands, don't they? No, I don't do that. I'm just saying. I like the idea of you doing. Just think. That. I'm just saying. Think about what you've just said about consciously riding. Yeah. Not to take the piss. Consciously riding, you crash. Visualization, you can be hesitant and non-confident in a section. You can't even get it visually because you you can't sort of make sense of a section. But I, I'm, dude, I know I'm making fun of the idea of like closing your eyes and actually doing it. But I do it all the time. Everyone, I reckon everyone who listens to this does. They've got a route on a track that they've crashed on once before. Why do they crash on it again? It's happened once before. You know it's there. Yeah, that's in the head. It's a traumatic effect. You exactly, yeah. Oh, oh, man. There's getting, too much to go into. Deep? Yeah, dude. I thought this was just a chilled post-race. I'm getting deep. Can't yet. help it. We just go everywhere, don't we? <laughs> right, so I'm walking down the track, dude. Aren't you past an ad break here? Do you want me to help you? Help me out. Should we break for an ad? Let's do that. For the ride companion. Should we do it for the ride companion? You're what welcome. about moving the needle? Nah. 
Oh, you're one of the one of those guys. You're well, I don't know. Do you do ads at the start? Yeah. Play on player. You sneak them in, don't you? <laughs> you sneak them in. There's nothing sneaky about it. Look at us. A little sneaky. Welcome to the ads. Because they're not going to fast forward <laughs> this one. <laughs> I've enjoyed this needles. This is fantastic. Open that beard, dog. It's your birthday. I don't even know anymore. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Are you going to drink do ASMR? It's called mukbang. You know, if you eat, if you eat, this is. I'm opening up new um, avenues for revenue for your podcast. It's called mukbang. If you eat loudly on a microphone, people do that. What do you mean? Do you have to talk about it as well? So you have to be Wait, like, oh, slow down. Okay. I don't know if we've been, are we in the episode again? Can be. Uh, we're, I'm Can really, be. really loosey goosey right now uh, with what with the episode and not the episode. I feel like I'm having an episode. Say, <laughs> say it slowly, please, sir. Mudbang. So, mukbang Muck. is a new type. I think it's a new type of ASMR, or maybe it's a current type of what ASMR. Is ASMR. It's like the thing where people go like. Or they might make crunch some crisps, or they like do eating noises. Was that unpleasant? You do you like you like mukbang? So, so you lost. eat over a microphone and people listen to it. and It does something for them. We don't have to include this. But I mean, does that mean you get a crisp sponsor and then you do it? I don't think it's that literal. I think about? you're too literal. I think they just listen no. to it because they like the, s- the sound of the crisps. You don't just like chuck a mukbang in there, do you? No, you do. Yeah, we won't chuck a mukbang in. Well, it's gone way. What's that? That's a beer. No, that thing there. That's a throat lozenger. Do you want to mukbang it? <laughs> <laughs> right, back to the episode. I'm making my way down the hill. And I've got to say, from from trackside, right, again, you only get murmurs. You only hear what's happening through yeah, people over this. radios. What were you hearing? Photographers. You're, well, you hear, you hear Greg's in hot seat. And that's... Really, the only if you imagine how little information is making its way up the hill, it's really just going to be who's in the hot seat, where, whether there's a crash, really. Mm. You don't get much more than that. You get a lot of atmosphere, but you don't get much more than that. And I, I do love it at the races. And yeah. I, I, so where were you at the, f- where were you near the pointy end of the field? When it started. Last 20, last 15. Still on the hill? Are you that yeah, type of guy? Sti- yeah, I was still on the hill, yeah. So... I can't do that, but I guess maybe that's because of the review podcast and stuff. Like, I want to be at the bottom watching the screen, checking the reactions. Yeah, no, I wanted to be there so watching it, yeah. I respect all the spectators that just commit to the s- sections coming down. Because you're right, you don't get all the information. Not seeing you don't the story. The, you don't get the bottom commentary. You don't have the results. It's a different story. So you committed to just seeing it organically. One rider comes past you, like, oh, he looked quick. I wonder how he did. Did he crash up? Oh, he looks dirty. So you're just building your own story. Exactly. That's cool. And, and, and a lot of it is guessing, and obviously you don't see. You get very little information. You look at riders, see if there's dirt. You know if someone's crashed. Obviously, you know if they've punctured. It, it doesn't take a rocket science, scientist to work those things out. But, like, otherwise, you just know who's in the hot seat. And from, from where I was walking down the hill, when Greg Williamson was in the hot seat, and you knew that he had done a good enough, a good enough run to get him in the hot seat then, and there was lots of very fast riders at that point. Um, with that rain on the hill, you're just like, I've got, I've got to be honest. I thought the race was over. Yeah, it's and a it fair, was, it's a fair thought. I mean, because, it felt over for a while. The rain was like proper heavy torrential rain, and 
as a spectator as well, obviously you rely on your senses to inform you what the ground is like. And mate, it was hard to walk really? down alone. There's no, people it, falling, dropping like I got flies. Out of dude. the commentary booth, it was flooded. Yeah, I was like, oh, the rain's coming down. It stopped. We're playing weatherman in there. Oh man, it's it was crazy on the How hill. How crazy fast are some of these riders to really? be able to compete with? A talented rider like that who's had top tens here in the past at a World Cup, and they Mate, rode I'll down in piss wet. Yes, the top is gravel and it runs pretty similar and it's grippier, but then you got the woods. The motorway is definitely not running as quick. There's puddles, holes are developing. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, like remember Stevie did that once at Mount Saint Anne. Yeah, absolutely retarded, which is probably more impressive. It was a different type of track or different, different skill set. But anyway. How cool is it that we still had a race? Oh, unreal. So the first, um, uh, you know, watching, you see people make mistakes and stuff, especially if you're in the woods. It's very difficult to get through the woods clean, full stop. I mean, even if on, in a dry race, it's it's pretty technical and quite mm. quite small margins for error. So you just expect to see people moving around and losing speed. So through the woods, we were thinking, fuck, the race is over, whatever. We actually didn't realise Angel had moved into the hot seat. I don't know why I'm telling you this much detail because it's No, like, you should. Didn't realise and then we got down and we heard Danny was green and it was the first indication that yes. the race was still on and man, was it exciting because at that point, I was hyped. I, I, Danny was one of my people I would have uh, really liked to see win here and I was like, oh my goodness, it's happening again. You feel the crowd, dude. Fort William... Did you I don't feel the crowd the... when Danny came down that whole hill or what? Like the energy? Oh, man. Well, I, I was in the, on the motorway by that point. And we were like, Danny's coming, Danny's coming. And everything that had built up to that point had told us that the race was kind of over. You know, Minar puncturing. We saw we saw Greg yeah. trackside. It was it sucked. You saw him like, physically trackside? Physically saw him, yeah. Went and spoke to him trackside. And it was like, oh, it was just like a bummer. And it, it was like, it added to that feeling of the race. Being I'm over. looking here because... I felt like Matt Walker was the first indication, but I don't know if he came before or after Danny. Like, it's a blur. I, I, yeah. I don't even know how to say. Like, I focused so hard. Nah, he came before. We didn't Who? See, Matt we, Walker Matt did. Walker will have come before, Kay. yeah. So his splits showed us, and then he had this crazy crash just before the uphill, before the motorway. He missed the bridge. You know, you know that metal bridge that sits? Yes. Like that, and then there's a bit of a bang, and he's like, they built that new big boot. He committed to the outside. And you know when you hop out of a burn to get like backside? Yeah. As he hopped, he literally was like two inches wide of the metal grid and just stoved into the pond, oh. into the river. But anyway, that's awesome to hear. So on the, when you were trackside, that's when you you kind of felt the energy of Danny and he was up. And, yeah. And I felt that as well. I was like, oh, it's doable. We've it's got to, on. We have a race. It, it when was, those two, was. one of those two, I don't know who came first. No, I don't, I don't know. My mind is blank right now mate i know you're, you're impressive even even to be doing this but danny was the first indication that we had a yes. race and we were we were hyped because you know we've done a long walk and we've invested a lot in <laughs> into this race and you don't want it to just be over and no disrespect to anyone who wins a rain race is a wins a win but it's not the story you want is it you you, you want it to be like I don't know. You d you just want 100%, it to be. Hundred percent. Of course you do. I think the guy in the hot seat wants it to be like that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want anyone some to serious be, camaraderie. Like yeah. the the asterisk one is it's not cool. 
No one likes an asterisk race. Suck. Yeah, even if it if it was a few months down the line, I can imagine it eating away. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I don't know. I speak under correction. I don't speak for everyone, but you. I don't know. I don't think you get into the sport to have easy wins. You, no. you want it to be fair play. You want it to have earned it. But um, so that's pretty cool. So you've got. Yeah. Like, oh, Danny, I must admit, you mustn't play. You mustn't be biased. Well, I mean. Fuck, he's put a lot of effort in to do well here, Danny. Yeah. And he hasn't had the best season, but not the worst. And he puts so much effort in, commitment, the training. And uh, I was, I almost got into the cheering mode, you know, like the old school commentary. I'm yeah, like, come on, dude, get yeah, off the brakes, him, pedal. I'm like, I didn't think I verbalized. I'm not meant to be biased, but come on, Danny, get it, you know. Long time teammate, like, huh? Yeah, and uh, he kind of feels like a younger brother to me, to be honest. And... Um, he wasn't the easiest teammate in the beginning, but we, you know, he's, I mean, he used to camp in his camp here. What felt like weeks on end, doing runs here, and like, he wants this one so bad. And he's put all the effort in, and, and he's always so close and good here. And it's either the motorway that gets him, or some other bollocks. And he was he was good again. He was close. It's tough for him, you know. And and I think it was the first time anyone had gone green for a little while. So the crowd as well. And and you know. So where were you on the track? If you could I was right crowd? by the end of the motorway, but so the crowd it, it like oh. it's like it fucking fires up the mountain. It's sick. Fort Is Williams it? like nothing else. I think in that respect, I've been to Very a lot of World cool. Cups. Yeah. There's something about it. It's like not in a town. It's a bit up the hill. Load of things that make it annoying. Like there's no phone signal. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the sound but the good things are like the the sound like projects so up the, the hill <laughs> and the motorway the feels like the motorway the only good thing is the race in finals there's nothing you can there's no other distractions dude you're <laughs> not gonna go to the crepery are you you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna check, pop to the cinema and watch it open yeah you can't the, check instagram there's nothing you just gotta watch this race and watch it we did so yeah danny was up danny was green super exciting and then as always with Daniel, I love the fact that you kind of end up, you think that people can't go faster. And I get I, I get caught in the same thing every fucking we race. We all do. It's insane. You're like, oh, no one's going to beat that time. Like They're just numbers, but no one's going to beat that time. They can't. It's, it's too far, <laughs> too much faster than the fastest qualifying. They can't yeah, go that much quicker. Physically, what and are you every about? time it happens, it's, it's an exciting sport, isn't it? It is an exciting sport, man. Yeah. And to I be at it is cool. It is extra cool. Yeah, we come back to that. I mean, that's why it's awesome to hear what it's like for you. I'm often at these races now, either on the side of the track or helping the team. So, I mean, I've been at the top of the track. That's interesting. You obviously have no information, like, you know, the mechanics at the top, that's tough for them. They put so much work in, they're on the radio. Um, or you're walking down the track and then, but I'm always at the finish. The story for me is at the yeah, finish. Yeah. But it's not. It's at the, st it's, it's the whole way down. And Fort Williams is one of the best places for it. Yeah. Because everyone's so committed and that's so epic. So then, so after Danny, you went to the finish area or you after, stayed on the motorway? Dude, like, after Danny, the race is on. We we worked our way the down the motorway, on. but it the race is, on. the race was on, oh, man. So on. So we worked our way down just, just really slowly kind of for each rider. And we had like a start list up. Yeah, obviously we have bits of information that we're like referring to. We know when, when certain people are coming down. Yeah. And, but really... I mean, your broadcast is the best source of information. Obviously, we don't have your commentary, but it's 
the same broadcast, I guess, that you're commentating over in them with Dan Jarvis and uh, Toby yeah, yeah, doing the Toby, live stuff. Yeah, and then other South African Max comes in as well, so they were like triple header. I think it's yeah. Dan Jarvis's potentially his last one. I stand in a correction. Is it? He's yeah, there incredible you go. job. So yeah, two right. Props to him. Two right. I don't know if yeah. he listens to podcasts. Big up Dan. I don't know if he cares. But anyone about that was on site, yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. We've got to got to thank him. I mean, he. I mean, your your it's job's awesome. hard, but his job is hard as well no. to keep a live audience like hyped, and he keeps the hype up. And he, yeah. it's a it's a big thing. You, a you've got a lot of people eh? standing in the rain. S- yeah, some some instances it's harder. I would say it's more difficult. I'd I'd agree. I think it's, different, you, it's a different skill set, but it's yeah. Uh, well, it, look, put it this way: you're you're trying to convey a little bit more information. I would say you've got. It's important for you to keep people's attention to have a little bit more information, maybe. Whereas Dan is super important to keep those people entertained they're standing in the rain watching a screen <laughs> you, you know they get they're being bitten by midges and you've got to keep them there it's hard work so yeah you're at the bottom that big screen's pretty epic here yeah and amazing, then you've got yeah. dan yeah that finish area bringing them home like yeah we're not close enough in the booth to feel that energy but i know that energy i know it for 16 years when i you know I don't know what number is of people there, but it always feels like a lot, and it feels like, feel like they the all care. Twenty thousand's been thrown around a bunch for the World Cups. Okay, fifteen to twenty, is it? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I wouldn't know. I'll be making a guess. I've done those street races, and they're and and I know the numbers for those, but they're not an invested. They're not as much of an invested audience. You've got die-hard mountain Mate, bike fans at Fort William. Literally, you're not here unless you're no, you're not. It's not. Yeah, yeah, fan, yeah. Or you're forced, dragged by your significant other. Absolutely. Or yeah. you're a kid. We're, I saw a few of those as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not enjoying the rain, but like the <laughs> atmosphere subsequently is like really, really a lot in it. Like in that finish area, what does it feel like crossing the line even? Fort William was it? Was it? it yeah, was no, it, it's epic. It was one of the better ones. I would imagine sure. it's kind of got an amphitheatre. Oh, it's vibe, a, it, it? it has got amphitheatre. Yeah. You drop into it. I mean, they're just willing you home. So, when did you you realize the race is on? Yeah. And then when did you realize like okay, or when did you start thinking okay, but then who's gonna win it if it's not Danny but the race is on? So then who did your money like subconsciously well, start going to? You're like, okay. Well, I've been. Greg's out. Yeah. Danny's almost done it. We've got some more Brits. We've got the Loik. We've got Loris at the end. we got, you know, we got Andy Kolb. Dude, we've it got was Hatton, Mint. But, you know. I had to start. I, I had the running order. It was Mint. All of my horses, right? All of my horses were spread out. It was perfect. Greg was one of my, my horses. Danny was one of my horses. There were people that I, you know, I, I want the fastest guy to win, but. These are the people that I'd like it. If I'd like them to be the fastest guys, you know. It's like I don't care really who wins, but I like it if uh, I like it when Greg wins. Um, just Minar's the goat. I feel comfortable knowing that the goat is winning. There's something nice about it. It's a warm feeling. It's like going home for a nice meal <laughs> <laughs> that your mum's cooked. Greg Minar's won. He's meant to be there. Uh, great, Danny Hart. Well, I wanted to racing, win yeah, for all the it. reasons. That we, yeah, exactly. Danny Hart's. Uh, for all the reasons you just explained, I wanted him to win. But now he's told me that my other horses are still in the race, which are obviously Bernica, Laurie Greenland, and Charlie Hatton. Just mm. It's really boring answer. You put him in the Brit. prediction. 
Charlie Edson. No, no, I didn't. But I, I really like the guy, British. and he's just like he's just a horse in the race. He's just like someone you want to do, you you will yeah. to do well. You, you know? literally don't want him to. He's a, you don't want him to not do well. No, and, and not, there's other like, people. Oh, there's someone like, who's ahead of him. No, like, he's all, great. All of all of the riders, I want everyone to do well. But you know, these are just people that you have. Maybe it's just. Half of it is just that you know them and you know that they're nice people, as stupid as that sounds. Like, I know Laurie is a nice person. I know Charlie's a nice person. So who's not a nice person? I know. No, I, do, <laughs> I just don't know that people aren't nice people. So they're just people you, I know. Do you think some of them are not nice people? No, that's not it. So it's this the familiarity. The There's a familiarity, and I want I want my friends to win, as does anyone, right? Yeah. Do you so think then it was some, mega exciting. Do you think there's some non-nice people in the paddock? Fuck, I think probably, I don't know. What law of averages? I'm trying to think now to people who are not nice in the paddock. I don't have enough experience. I don't think everyone's nice that I, that I meet. I just don't know everyone. I'm just trying to hook you. I think. Do you know I of think, anyone who's not nice? No, I think everyone, I think everyone's inherently nice. I just yeah. think uh, I think people get misunderstood under stress and pressure and and the race environment. Yeah, everyone has got their best. Nah, I mean, there's got to be some cocks in the paddocks, hasn't there? I just don't know of them. Yeah, well, of course, law of averages. Yeah, it's got to be. There's certain people you're not going to go for have a beer with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure people don't want to have a beer with me. That's fine. I'm sure they all do. It's your birthday. No. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> got nothing in there. One. That bad luck. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to dial the next one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. So the horses are in the race. The yeah, horses are in back race. To the race. So it made it instantly more exciting. So, but Bernie and Bernie obviously is the main horse for me, and he uh, crashed, which was a bummer. But still, I had more. So it was brilliant. The race was amazing. So sorry. Pause on that one. Yeah. I kept quoting you guys. Did he say he was willing to die? In he your did. Podcast? So he I did on he our podcast, yeah. And then I was like, wow, that's quite gnarly. Is <laughs> so that BBC material? <laughs> so, then I, so then I pulled it back and I said, Dory, it's a figure of speech. <laughs> Imagine Yeah, we all say that. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for this ride. I'm going to go bike park Wales. I'm willing to die. <laughs> so, um, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, you, you said it was a figure of speech, yeah? I did. We all say it. It was a figure of speech. <laughs> wait. Man bike so chat, wait, wait, wait. dude. Get so, over it. So... Uh, Oscar size that was an incredible racer from Spain. He had obviously a Spanish mechanic, and um, See? <laughs> his mechanic, his mechanic, one race came to him. It's quality day. Said Oscar, today no die. Uh, okay, then his qualifying run. I mean, he used to be on the podium all the time. They go for the race. <laughs> mechanic comes to him. Oscar, today you can die. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> meaning, you fucking, excuse the language, you better give it all. Oh. I did not fix the spike for nothing. Today, oh. you give it your all. But like the broken English, today, you can die. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. good. Yeah, I, I like that. it as a figure of speech. I'm going to start yeah. using it more. Today, you can die. <laughs> so anyway, Bernie didn't die. Bernie didn't die, no, he made it shot. down. Yeah, respect, he gave a good respects shot. to you. He's uh, he's self-assured, but I I mean I respect that people can then like talk it and try back it up or back it up, and then if he doesn't, it doesn't really bother him. He just like he went down swinging, you know. He's been yeah. training crazy hard. He's running this team. He like, he gets a lot of shit, right? Because cocky people do. 
Yeah. You know, and I saw Jordan Williamson's Instagram post basically saying, I mean, read it. It's out there. I don't, and, I mean, he called the most important race ever and he's one year last year and he won the stripes as a junior and this is what he's going after. Dude, that's like putting yourself out there. That's a lot of pressure you can put on yourself by putting that post out there. It's, uh, it's, it's a it's really difficult one, Cocky. Uh, cocky and confident is one that I haven't quite worked out in my years how to sort of differentiate between because a cocky person, if if they can back it up, they become less cocky, right? Am I? Am I yeah, that's fair. Connor, let's let's use extreme examples. Uh, Connor McGregor. McGregor. What's Connor McGregor? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's correct a lot of the time. You'll you will do nothing. <laughs> will do nothing. <laughs> you watch his Netflix documentary. Yeah, it's part of it. I'm finished. Yeah, but yet. he's also, you know, when Isn't he that? when he got beaten, some of those things like he eats the humble pie as well, though, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, he says I, he's human and he's not going to win everything. But well, I think what I mean is the, the definition has become less clear. I always used to know when someone was cocky at school, but then cocky in like a in a in a sporting. But, well, how would I mean? It's you're kind of self-assured in your own abilities. Yeah. You have but to be. Some people are. Some people are like that, but they don't verbalize it. I think I was cocky at one stage, probably. Well, I think we all are. Mm. It's male little shits. Yeah, cocky at biking, just really thinking, quite something. <laughs> Your shit doesn't stink. <laughs> you yeah, you went and through then that. Then you hit the ground. You, I mean, you. I feel like you have to think you could win the race. Like it's it's stupid, isn't it? Because what's the difference between thinking everyone thinks they could win the race? Otherwise, what are they racing for? Uh, I mean, some people say that. Like, I s Mick said that a bit. I mean, some races I didn't think I could win. But you that's didn't. just me. No, I mean, I'm just realistic. But What were you going for, I mean, then? if you've never qualified better than 70th, how do you think you can win the race? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess what I mean is... But, but, but as a journey, you would eventually... Yeah, you're not there because you're like, wow, oh, fucking... We're gonna we're gonna top out at fiftieth. No no disrespect to people who come fiftieth because they're unbelievably. Quick, no, they're on a journey. Yeah. They're on a journey, right? So that they, they want to be, your your cockiness would become like, ah, one day I hope I can win. Then you're top twenty. I think I could. I think I could podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, you then you're top your, ten. Yeah, you're like, your dude, I'm gonna win. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or your next goal is to win. For is sure. it cocky for someone in the top ten to say today, I think I could win. Well, think, if you've never won, then thinking you could win, yeah, you could construe it as cockiness. Or like, my goal is still to win. I'm here to do as best yeah, I can. I don't know, but I'm, I think it's too, too complicated. Yeah. It's also like, it literally comes down to putting pressure on yourself. Case by Some case. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Different ways of putting pressure on yourself. Anyway, like. we segued there. Back to horses Good. in the race. Mate, so podcasts are great segues. Right, who... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> podcasts are great for segues. They are essentially just segues, eh? A lot of the time. Is your... I probably screwed it up because people love segues and then when you bring it back, they're like, oh, I wanted to hear oh, that when. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking the host brought it back. Where is Cocky? Sorry, guys. I don't know what... Yeah. Um, I think... I can't remember which order because we've literally come from... We're, we're recording this after being after being i was stood in the rain i think i've got piles now whatever um i've got trench foot i've got hypothermia no, no, as well piles and issue is sitting on something 
I, I mean, just I'm think I've got piles. I just feel like I've got piles. But I um uh came, came straight you maybe from maybe have hypothermia. But why yeah. would you have piles? If you sit on like cold, damp surfaces, I think you get well, piles. Where did you sit? Cold, damp surfaces mainly where? today. Um, logs, floor. Logs. Uh, sat on the. Why I sat on f- a bench that was wet. Okay, that's fine. I might have piles needles. Is all Ooh, I'm saying. Right. I don't. Need, I don't know. I don't feel like this is something right, that I, doc- I was going to argue any about. Any doctors listening to this, please correct us. <laughs> I've spoken about kidney stones twice today. Have you ever had a kidney stone? I've never had a kidney stone. Well, then you're not that old. Which hole does it go through? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a genuine question. No, it's not. It is. I don't know where where you have that to goes. Pass a kidney stone. Yeah, where do you pass it through? That's uh, where it comes out a hole. Well, urethra or the yeah. Butt. Okay. Because but oh, I don't really have a problem with stones that have come out of the butthole Cause because I feel like that's just a exhaust just, pipe. It would just come out. Yeah, it's just like any like, any size. Well, you know, within reason. Well, be reasonable. If it's a kidney stone, I'm not expecting it to like like if it was kidney rocks, and it came out of. <laughs> this is a bad. See, there's examples of good and bad segues and tangents. I think. I'm so glad you guys have a producer because you might cut that one out. What the kidney rocks. Well, know that you're, Coming out your you're butt. willing to pass anything. <laughs> you just said you're willing to uh, pass anything out that I'll hole, pass but the anything. other one. <laughs> I am Ollie Wilkins, and I will pass. Is that the Braveheart voice? Right, yeah, I was trying to do like a film voice. I'm quite tired, to be honest. I think we're doing a great job. Yeah, we we've gone down to the end we here really of the men's. We failed. I was to saying talk we haven't even done the ladies. Any other part of the race. Yeah, literally haven't done the ladies. I'm waving Probably the microphone. Way through. Yeah. Hopefully, a uh, second in charge there is getting the um, birthday refreshments. Birthday refreshments. Another round. Imagine this could go really downhill, couldn't it? Right. Whoa. Um, Pun intended. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Down at World Champs. Yeah, whatever, yeah, you're not even taking credit for that. I don't know. I don't know. I just threw it in there. All right. Should your we other talk some results? No, should, no, we do no. like a, should we do like a real like um No, the dry results bit? are out there, but I have a feeling you're going to claim this Charlie Hatton as a prediction. Dude, you know what Can the I time give you a is? This, this, how long have we been going on for? Oh, <laughs> sorry. You know what the time is? Yeah. It's 11 o'clock at night, bro. Hey, this is the commitment we give to the sports fans. It is, isn't it? There we go. Right. I hope I I don't know if I was quoted. I don't really care. I'm not trying to take credit. But I'll say it now. Yeah. I did think this year was a year that we could have had a new time winner, a not an unexpected winner. Like, I'm not surprised what just happened. No, it was a really cool win. But it is a person that hasn't won a race. (coughs) Yeah, it is a person who hasn't won a world statistically. Champs. It's not a Loic Bruni. It's yeah. not a Greg Minar. It's not even a Troy. It's not a Loris. What would you Going call it in betting terms? Here. What would you call it in betting terms? Because that's oh, a fair way. Fuck me! Oh gosh. You I mean, you make a bit of money. Sorry if there's any kids listening with their fathers or daughters with their fathers or mothers. If the swear <laughs> words come out, it's a podcast. We would have made yeah. mad change. Yeah. On Charlie Hatton. Yeah, we would have. Because you would have got good odds. Made some Skrilla. You would have made some Cheddar. You would, you would have, have made, made some Gouda. Some, literally made some cash. Yeah. You would but have. I thought it could happen, whether it was one of the juniors that won, that you're like, okay, they won a World Cup. What's going to happen? You know, I mean, 
Laurie was probably ahead of him. Worse, you're gonna yeah, get yeah. So Laurie way done worse very money, well. way worse money back. Yeah. Even Angel, if I go to the betting pool, they're not gonna give me great odds. They know that you know you know the speed that he's shown at times. Dakota Norton, you know he finished last year pretty damn hot. So it's just it's awesome to see. Yeah, it really is. It 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 was a. That and that feeling was shared by every single racer. It seemed like ev- like everyone who came down was hyped to see him sat there. I felt like I feel like he's like a character that everyone's stoked with, stoked to have as a world champ, just to stand out, yeah, dude. I mean, from what I can yeah, reading up on it, it was uh, he felt pressure joining the Atherton team. I think it w- was it back when they had Trek as a sponsor. You know, I was reading up on it. You mentioned it was tough joining a factory team after doing British races and being on the radar and they picked him up. And I mean, he used to go to races with his dad and their work van, you know? Some of these juniors, well, some of these riders have been juniors and then picked up uh, on factory teams for a while. They might not know that side of the sport even. Like a working man's hero here, you know? I think it's 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 so cool. Really, really cool. So, so actually, maybe it's an interesting question. What, what would you say would have been the the things that the Athens saw in Charlie that were correct here? I mean, I I don't know him well enough. I know Mulder's no, okay, been training yeah. him, and uh, a clearly work ethic. I think just letting his writing do the speaking. I mean, I'm speaking. Yeah, it's I know. Not fair right. for me because I, I don't feel know the him. same. I don't know well enough, but you get a good energy from him. And same yeah. as Andy Colt. Yeah. One of the exactly coolest the things same, I saw yeah. was that guy finishing his run with a mistake in the woods and just straight, like, stoked on his run, good time, and just looking and, and just so authentically pumped that Charlie, his teammate, was in the hot seat. He was literally, like, barely thought about his run. Okay, cool, I'm not in the hot seat. Oh, my goodness, Charlie's. And I went to speak to him and... It's not fake. Nah. Dudes are so pumped for each other. And and, and he credited Charlie for his result. Oh, said man. That's wasn't so f- cool, I said, between you and Charlie, what you guys did to that that second... Oh, you see. So, Kolb was, yeah. so Kolb was up at the second split. But right by... So, the first time there was this really good second split, just before the woods, was Charlie. And then Kolb kind of matched it or was green. And then... Andy said, because of Charlie, like, his speed up there was ridiculous. If he wasn't my teammate, I wouldn't have done that. He dragged me up to speed. Really, yeah. So it's just something about this track that suited Charlie. He said when the rain came down, he's like, I know this track runs better in the wet. Like, you know, he didn't overthink the wet. Just He just went for it. That's the, that's the other thing about his win. It was like, it, there wasn't anything... You you could argue that he actually had worse conditions, maybe, or worse visibility, or like he won it fair and square, hardcore fair and square. I'd Charlie, say, you know, yeah, yeah, it's so hard. You could argue some of the guys behind him maybe had worse conditions in other areas. Is it? Yeah, you don't. I mean, I'm it's not a pointless argument. That, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so hard for me to see but on the screen how much rain was coming down. If it was affecting the visibility. Yeah. However, it what is the relevant. Soil was like, it I is relevant know. in a weather race, though. It is. I'm, I don't want to be like one of those guys that talks about the, the the crap point, but actually, it is relevant because we don't. Ha- him winning meant it wasn't a weather race. 
Do you know what I mean? No, definitely not. No, yeah. no, no, no. It wasn't, oh, those conditions were definitely better than... No, no. Could have been, not. though. His first split wasn't even that good. That first to second, he absolutely killed it. So where's first first to second? What what section is that? Uh, no, I'm just saying his first split, he was like sitting in 11th. But I mean, but, the first but I'm, I'm unaware of where the splits are. Oh, the first split, oh, I don't know, maybe just before that first flat boardwalk or just afterwards. Uh, okay, I'm drawing a blank. It's all in the notes. Yeah. So it's 55 seconds in. Right, okay. At him. But the first split's always a little tough to gauge. So many more riders are relevant at the first split. Everyone's fresh. Everyone's, Everyone's in yeah. the same tenth of Definitely, a second, really, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. But I mean, you know, Loic, yeah, I put up a good charge. It was impressive yesterday. Troy, I don't think he had a great quality. Like I said, I was, you know, in the pits there with his, with his uh, mechanic. They were chatting. He's in fifth. Loris Vergier, he's in sixth. I mean, it's a proper leaderboard. You know, Greg Williamson, like I said, he's been in the top ten at World Cups before. Great run there. Benoit Coulange, you know. It's tough to say we've expected more because he's been so on the cusp of even winning one of these things last year. Yeah, it's and true. It's like yeah. not quite the year. It just shows how tight the sport is. It's, it's a fickle. It's super fickle. you got Danny Hardy 11th. I mean, shit. The way he was riding the splits, looking at him, lost a bit on the motorway again. So that's annoying. Yeah. Let's, we've failed to talk about the uh, women's and I felt like there was like... It was a proper race. Yeah. But it was threatening not to be a race. It was enough crashes, half the women were out, almost. Yeah, exactly. And the those are things that you like pick up almost from... Well, okay, so Rach, I was really rooting for Rach. I was really excited for. Oh, I guess who isn't? It felt like it was. You know, like I feel the start like some of the movie. ladies would half be Rachel. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah, um, and she dislocated her shoulder, which we've seen bef- before. Obviously, it's happened loads. Eh? I wasn't sure, you know, uh, if it was kind of like yeah, she dislocated her shoulder, but whether it was like almost you do it and it. Uh, I almost thought it could be something that you would use to your advantage um, psychologically for for Rach, for her to just have underdog mentality. Clearly it's worked this year already to feel like, ah, nothing's expected of me. I'm coming back. I'm just coming to have fun. I'm just racing, whatever. I was almost like, oh no, if the shoulder's actually good, this yeah, could be... Yeah, but we're the injured rider for sure. It lowers the expectations as well. Like, yeah. Things I'm not going to do well. It was interesting. I got the news via text about Rachel, but I was standing with G at the time, or G and Dan were like walking down the woods. So that was cool to catch up with them. And then I look at the text. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I think I got the text, looked, and then someone said to G, how's Rachel doing? And I was like, so then I'm, what's going on? You know, then they answered the question. I said, G, what's going on? Oh, she's dislocated her shoulder. It's popped back in. And then I said, oh, I'm hearing Nina's crashed. So we have a conversation. She's like, she's got a race. So this G like sets in. <laughs> no, we, she's got a race. I mean, if Nina's if Nina's maybe out, she's just got to try to get down the seal. It's world champs. I said, gee, it's, it's not you. It's Rach. She's, you know, I'm thinking she's done all this. She's the GOAT. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe she can't hang on to the bike. It could get dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah, it was an interesting storyline developing because you wanted to see her healthy. Um, and then Nina won last year in the piss wet. So strong. She has a huge crash, smashes her head, gets cleared by the doctor. Then has another crash, I think, morning of qualifying. She's, had her, she's yeah. having an horrendous I I time. No, if you having an horrendous yeah. time. We don't know if she's going to start. I heard a rumor Valley was out. That was a that was a vicious rumor. I got a text and uh, it wasn't true. You know, <laughs> I was like shucks. Um, Cammy had a bad qualifying. And then Tane is you know coming back to her old self. But having a great, I had a good chat to her. She's kind of embracing the fact that she's inspired a lot of these young women, whether it's fans or some of these races, whether it's teammates and Phoebe, yeah, yeah, Phoebe. And I said it's, it's you know, it can be a bit overwhelming because I, I have someone at home that wanted a signature, and we're gonna surprise her with it. Uh, someone's daughter. I said, hey, I, you know, I want to ask you for stuff at a race, but you know, it's first day of practice. I, I'm sorry, but yeah. I think it'll mean a lot to her. She's got, f you know, she's got sort of same kit as you. She wants the pink kit. Oh, that's. I said, is this a bit overwhelming sometimes? You know, like this must happen a lot if I'm coming to you. And she said, yeah, but I'm embracing it. Like I guess this, you know, giving back to the sport, I've got to embrace. But anyway, so Tony's sort of getting this, you know, energy going, and she has this huge crash in qualifying and still qualifies second basically over the line anyway long story short the race is falling apart for the woman in my mind yeah i don't know if you you weren't following as much i don't know what you were hearing but i'm thinking shucks no i, I, I was I, following like the top riders we're not going to have as many yeah it just it exactly that it just felt like they're dropping like flies didn't it yeah. it, it didn't feel like that with the despite there being crashes and stuff it didn't feel like that this year for the men did it that like there were obviously crashes but any notable ones that you can think of just like that what the men because uh, I mean Greg had a huge I saw his shoulder yeah and I saw Greg that. had a huge one in morning of practice but we're talking about front runners in the race We've yeah got they took themselves out, like, out Tane Ni Nina and yeah those are big Rachel ones. like they're, they're like the ones that you no, some of the ones that you're talking no, about you're right. anyway. it's like uh, a, I could be a lot missing, isn't it yeah I could be missing something someone can text me please or Instagram no, we had crashes, but not that they were like too hurt. We had injuries coming in. We had Finn that was under the weather. But no, you're right. It, 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 the, the main runners were not falling by the wayside. No. Like the, the ladies. But we had a race. Yeah. We had a race. We had Marine coming back. I think that's really cool. Like she's had some horrendous injuries. She's won a World Cup overall. She's won races. It's been a tough few years. So that's, that's really cool. And then Cammy was this question mark. I just couldn't get to the I never caught up with her in the pits or we'd go past I'm like it's ah, not the time to ask like that it's not the time to ask yeah. let me try to find a mechanic never got round I just I was like you know what this doesn't feel right Dude. it doesn't look like the qualifying went well I'm just gonna leave it as it is and uh, she rebounded great like finishing in second mate what we're talking about with our with uh, guys talking about saying the wrong thing with guys for their race runs heightened for me with girls but the thought <laughs> of me saying anything mean? of any value to any of the women before their race runs 
You know, like, I worry about talking about slippery roots with. I don't know. What, what are you getting at? Like, I think it would be. I, I, I would be infinitely more worried about. Why? Well, because they're better at thinking. They think <laughs> they're, more they're about everything. Got like guys could switch off. <laughs> yeah. I would. I'd just be worried, and also I just think differently. So like, I'd be terrified, man. Yeah, I mean, if it's a it's a fair question. I guess I have an obligation to try ask them, you know. Yeah, definitely. But you what, me you, what you saying want. you don't even. But I I just it just it didn't I don't know it just wasn't the right moment. Yeah. And ho- hopefully I had some sort of EQ like you say. Okay, maybe not. But anyway, we gathered Valley had 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 no issues in quali, commanding win in quali, and um, it's impressive. It's really, really, it's cool. I mean, it's a new crop of. It's like a changing of the guard as well in the yeah in the ladies. Like she's finding her feet, she's maturing. It's cool. She actually went to Whistler. Some people are like you can't go to Whistler before Worlds, and she's like, I'm gonna go have fun. Just won another World Cup, and I'm gonna go let off some steam. Yeah. She lives in Innsbruck now. It's a good town. Can have some fun and. uh She's obviously finding like her balance. She's only twenty two or whatever it is. Two world championships. I mean, Dude, twenty two. I was I mean, at the top for a run. Pressure. Mate, I was at the insane. top for Wait, a run. Okay, I was right we there. We need to get back right to the Right there next to the start. So I was right there next to the start for Valley's run. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly I was imagining being her. I didn't I I didn't imagine her at twenty two for some reason. I imagined her as well, I, I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't put an age to it but when you actually think about 22 it's an insane amount of pressure man we were having a whole conversation about god fuck doing that man fuck i think sitting in yeah that but she's like she's this. now a little bit beyond those years because of all the junior years and yeah these indeed years yeah, these, quite right. you know she had a, f- a year or two and some some hard races crashes near the finish so she had she was forced to grow up and mature as a racer early on you know if Regardless of age, regardless of experience, it's so so quiet up there, man. Yes, it's so speak, quiet. So speak up to there. that. Speak to your experience because I understand that. Listener probably doesn't. Even as a fan, if you go up there, you're feeling how quiet it is. You're feeling Dude, the energy. The air's thin. You've just got official people around you. People there with the race quiet. volunteers, quiet people, official people in uniform. No one wants to speak to you because no one wants to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to say the wrong thing. No. What we're talking about, literally. they're like heightened. They don't want to fucking talk to you. So you're just up there like like a disease in a hut, a tiny <laughs> creepy hut with yeah. beeps going your at mechanics you. Mechanics like comes to you every now and then like... Mechanics are probably the worst. Seven minutes to go. Then yeah. They walk back. Dude, <laughs> yeah. that, the mechanics must be the best people to talk to about how not to say the wrong thing because they probably just don't say anything, I would imagine. Look, well, it depends on the ride. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But man, but anyway, by the time you're in the hut, you haven't got anyone. No one's there. You're you're sat there on your bike pedaling backwards. I don't know what you're thinking about. I'd be trying to not think about that. Three track, minutes. I think. Two That's minutes to go. Bleh. And you get called so, so, um, you get called up early, right? So there's you, you get called up Someone's in the gate. They want one or two called up earlier. But if it gets to three or four minutes gaps, I think. So we had a lot of the run here, even though it was a long run. So think about that. Someone in the gate. And there's a four minute. Someone's sitting there. There's like eight. You could be pulled up eight minutes early. I'm not at the top. I'm not giving you the exact timing. But you could get pulled off your trainer and into that sitting there in your own thoughts. You could be eight (laughs) minutes. It could be four minutes. It could be five 
It could be any one of those. I guess you get numbers. good at that, right? You or you find ways of coping. It's a process, yeah. Body what did process. you think about golf? Uh, <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> you want a funny story? Yeah, please. So this Oscar guy that I just spoke about, yeah, who then became die. like, yeah, yeah, his mechanic that told him he could die. Yeah. So he he told me that's I don't know if he told me that story at the top, but he obviously realized. So I'm a type of rider that needs to keep maybe loose and. I'm extrovert, so maybe you at the top, like with Brendan. I mean, I see him like, it was like he would rather have six of his mates up there than be on the trainer. And that would probably be better for him. Yeah. Extrovert, needs to keep loose. Craig, someone different. Danny, someone different. So he started realizing he needs to just like keep me at more of a mellow than too serious to my own world. Starts telling this joke. But now he's translating a Spanish joke to English in his mind. He's telling this joke. <laughs> so I'm on the trainer. It's not a bad joke. And uh, we'll share it off, off air. This thing starts dragging. And I kind of know where it's going. Eventually, I'm like done my intervals. <laughs> I check the time. I said, Oscar. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like, he hasn't got nowhere near the punchline. And he hasn't spotted the time. I said, Oscar, I know what you're trying to do. I appreciate it. It's working. I got to get to the fucking start line. <laughs> so we stopped the joke and we both laughed. Went to start line, Valdezol, I think, good race, maybe ninth or whatever. And to this day, like, it's a great story for us <laughs> because it worked, but it did. <laughs> he cocked it <laughs> to up. To a point. <laughs> to a point. I was like, right, I like what you're trying to do here. Good effort. <laughs> Can we go to the race? So now? Do we know the punchline to, to the joke? Yeah, I'll tell you all fit. Oh, I can you just do the punchline, or is the punchline really bad? No, it's you need. It, it's a long with a joke. It's great. Okay, you need like visual. It's also. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh God, this is too much of a cliffhanger. Can yeah. we just finish the podcast now so that I can hear the joke? Yeah, we can. I think we, we covered everything. Are we good? Let's what, check. Have we got any shout outs? Dude, we haven't covered everything. There's no way of covering of covering covering everything, is there? Really, as no. world champs, there's too much has gone on, but. I think we've done a good job, dude. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> Me too. Maximum respect on your birthday. <laughs> Finishing the broadcast and coming What's up here. Time? Big up. Nice one. Thanks, Needles. Cheers, mate. Cheers for the, the collab. Cheers to the listeners. Enjoyed it. Make sure and you check fans. out all the rest of the Moving Needle podcast. And Ride Companion. I get to say that. Props to you guys. Props to you. Props to Davey. Keep doing it. And props to everyone on the hill. There were a lot of people mentioning podcasts. It was yeah, pretty cool. Too right. We've mentioned a lot of winners in this podcast, but the real winners today are mountain biking. Oh, Is that good? Yeah, it's great. Peace and love. You've got to say like and subscribe now. Like and subscribe. Thank you. To mine or yours? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> and send all feedback if it's negative to Ride Companion. <laughs> So that was our Crank Brothers race review. Thanks so much to them for supporting the podcast and supporting racing. This year, listen to this, celebrated 13 years in a row of that elite world champs win with a mallet DH pedal. Valley Hall, Charlie Hatton, they delivered. It was so awesome to be on site to witness that. Now, it's not just pedals at Crank Brothers offers. I'm in their shoes. And they've got a, now a whole host of podium contenders, as I mentioned. Riders like Bernard Kerr, Lucas Shaw, Silver Medalist, Cami Belanche, and more. So make sure you go check out what they've got to offer. Hey, one last thing before you go. If you enjoyed the episode or you enjoy the podcast, do you want to do me a favor? Share it with a friend and make sure you leave us a review. Until the next one, peace. 
During my racing years and even now, I take my health and nutrition pretty seriously, I must say. It was so difficult though to stick to a routine and to remember to take all those necessary supplements. Then I found AG1. I'm so excited to partner with them personally and for this podcast. I actually started taking AG1 long before this partnership even came about. Now you might ask, what is this stuff? Think of AG1 as your all-in-one health insurance. I know I do. I have never been one for taking a million different supplements or vitamins. So this is the perfect all-in-one solution. Honestly, I actually look forward to taking it. I do it first thing in the morning. I feel more alert and focused and I know I'm taking care of my body and health. I feel energized to get my day going. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier and that's why I trust AG1. I just mix one small scoop with water and drink it first thing each morning as I said and then I'm done. So check this out. With that one scoop of AG1 I've been talking about, you're absorbing, listen to this, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day right. This is a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, recovery and helps enhance your focus. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs and none of that nasty chemical artificial anything, all while still tasting good. Now let's all be honest with each other. We all know we don't eat enough vegetables or consume the healthiest meals some of the time, especially when we get busy. We all want something quick and easy which will help us in life. AG1 supports better sleep quality recovery, mental clarity and alertness. Now I don't care what you do in life, I think we can all agree this is super important. AG1 is trusted by so many professional athletes and health experts. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash moving the needle, that's again drinkag1.com forward slash moving the needle to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link will be in the show notes as well.